Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series. And this week we have settled on to season three episode. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, season three, episode 16, Bart the Lover. Yeah. So, Caitlin is going to kick us off in the usual fashion with some specs. Yes. Uh, season 3, episode 16 is production code 8F16. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was written by John Vitti and directed by Carlos Beza. Original air date was February 13th, 1992. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some some uh, calculated timing with this yes. episode, isn't yes. it? Yes. Romantical. Uh-huh. It's the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to read the synopsis from the Simpsons Wiki page, which is Simpsons.fandom.com. If you'd like to check it out, excuse me, I just burped. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's different today. It's different today. We're doing I'm, this at nighttime. Well, it's four thirty. It's practically nighttime. It's four thirty. Yeah. We yeah, normally record in the morning. But like we yeah, didn't today. And you know, I'm, I'm just not feeling my usual chipper morning self. <laughs> like. It's mm-hmm. later in the day. I feel like the weight of the world has <laughs> crushed me down. We uh, did not record this morning because um, this is a real time uh, check that we were watching the World Cup final, which was bonkers. Yes, it was. And it was really good. And I was like, ah, let's just turn it off and record. And I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, it, I was, know. <laughs> it ended up being a really good game. Yeah, because when you said that, it was like. It was two to nothing. It was two. Yeah, it was two to nothing. Yeah. And it w- wasn't it like 55 minutes, 60 minutes or something like that. Yeah, and it then, was, yeah. And then, or maybe it was seventy-five. We uh, watched the we watched the episode. Yes. During it. Yes. And then when we turned it off, the, uh, France started scoring goals, and because Argentina scored first, uh huh. Then France started scoring. Yep. And then everybody started scoring, and we was hooked, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that's our recording later in the day than normal. Yeah, it was super good though. I like I I I don't even know the rules to soccer, but uh, like as a sports fan. Uh, it was it, it was impossible not to be excited about what was going on. Yeah, I mean, like we know we each one of us, both of us, know just enough. Yeah. To like kind of make sense of what's going on. Ball net. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's net. fair. Uh, so. I actually was like, how many players are on the field? One, two, <laughs> three, four. <laughs> yeah. Is it ten? I have no idea. <laughs> yes. Honestly, don't know. Could not tell you. I think it's ten. I, th- I think it's ten. I think it's nine plus the goalie. Yeah. Or oh, I think it's t- is maybe it's eleven because I think I counted ten. Oh, I don't. Know. I also can't count. <laughs> well, it's hard when they're all wearing the same shirt. I know. I'm gonna like figure out. They, they should all do run something. Around. Yeah, that's right. They should put like different numbers on them or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put their names on the back. Yeah, that's right. That would help. That would be very helpful. And not have FIFA, two players with l- the same n- number <laughs> on the field. <laughs> well, for a different team. Anyway, I uh. I, I like to say Mbappe. I like when he <laughs> scored because I sent a text to a friend of ours who is French, uh, and I was like Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably real sad to him right now. <laughs> I hope not. Uh. <laughs> He's the sort of person who's like, "That was such a great game." Yeah, okay, <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's fair. So, anyways, uh, there's a synopsis over here. I'm going to read it. Yep. Go Again, ahead. it's from Simpsons.fandom.com. If you want to read it, you can check it out. There's a link in the description. Mrs. Krabappel. Oh no, my computer just went black. Uh-oh. Okay, there it is. I got it. Okay. I got it. Mrs. Krabappel's new pen pal has the name of the 28th president in the face of Gordy Howe and the lines of a food obsessed Frenchman. 
Is he the perfect lover or Bart's latest practical joke? Meanwhile, Homer starts building a doghouse and learns to give up swearing. Whoa. Wow, that was that was a journey. <laughs> that was all over the that, place. Uh, that I'm, was I'm gonna rewrite that, that synopsis. That stinks. <laughs> that was somebody trying to write like the commercial yeah, synopsis. That's like the old like TV guide, like yeah, what's gonna happen? Exactly. What? <laughs> is it Bart's prank or is it actually Gordy Howe? I just, don't know. You, you did not like lead up to anything. You just told me exactly what it was. Pretty much. I mean, like you get what you get what is happening in the episode from that. Yeah, I'm going to rewrite it. I just rolled my eyes around in my head real weird. Did you notice that? (laughs) Well, most of your face is obscured by your pop filter. All right, okay. (laughs) All I can see is your left eye. (laughs) Did you see it spinning around? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (sighs) So we we finished watching the World Cup, and like Mm. it was uh, right at 1 o'clock. Like The the game was over right as the one o'clock kickoffs for the Sunday games today for NFL. NFL And so I was like, well, we need to go to the store because we need to get some stuff for Christmas dinner, namely the roast. roast. And then I was like, well, we can go get some dinner or get some like late lunch, early dinner. So Mm -hmm. we went and got a, well, I went and got a steak. I got chicken tendies. (laughs) We went to, we went to Longhorn and those chicken tendies are good. They're really good. Yo. (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) I like steak, too, but I got chicken dindies instead. Yeah, it's harder for you right now because you're not supposed to eat anything but well-done steak. Yeah, that's true, and it's not. Oh, thank you, by the way, for those of you who reached out and congratulated us on the impending uh, arrival of uh, our little butterbean baby. Yeah. Um, a lot more of you listen to this than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and uh, thanks to everybody who congratulated me on my new job. That's a reference that Caitlin doesn't get. <laughs> so, but you you will you will get okay, it. Okay. 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 Not today though. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, um, why don't we go ahead and get started at the top of the episode? The uh, very very short credits. Not even there's not even a chalkboard gag mentioned. Oh. Uh, and so there was none at all. And then uh, the couch gag was the alien couch gag with like the proto Konos uh, on the on the couch. Yeah, yeah, alien couch gag. He disappeared into the trap door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, then we open up onto Springfield Element. No, yes, yeah, Springfield yeah. Elementary. The kids are watching a, an old, what's supposed to be you know, pretty clearly a 1950s like yeah. education video about zinc. About zinc. And uh, the character in the film is very worried that there is no zinc. He, um, yeah, there's like a lot of mishaps and he needs like a new car battery. He needs. This <laughs> he, is, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, it's. A lot. Yeah, he, he needs a new car battery. He needs to make a phone call, and then he wants to shoot himself. <laughs> if it, the zinc, because there's no zinc, he can't do any of those things. Yeah. So like, this is very much in the same way as like the old reproduction videos, like the sex ed videos from that era, uh, and uh, where there's and what we will eventually see with uh, Troy McClure and the um, production of meat in one of the episodes. Uh, little Timmy asking questions it's about. It's like um, this is uh, this is in the same vein as uh, what's his name, um, Joe Fission. Yes, yeah, Milo Joe Fission. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of the same situation. Yes, very. Uh, yes, very good. I was going to say the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Um, um, I almost called him Jimmy Neutron, and that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's right. Uh, uh, today, while we were watching the game, like I really didn't care who won. Like I like watching the World Cup. 
And I turned to Robert and I said, man, I'm glad I don't have a chicken in this race. <laughs> no, what she said was this. <laughs> she said it like this. She goes, she goes, man, I'm glad. What's the phrase? <laughs> I don't have a chicken in this race. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> My brain is being eaten by a small child. It is. It is. I, yeah. uh, uh, Caitlin did point out to me the other day that nobody can ever tell her that she needs to grow a pair again. Cause yeah, because I'm, I'm literally growing a pair. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, a boy. Good for you. Did we say that? I, I think so. Anyway. I think so. Anyway, it's a boy. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you know what this really made me think of was, and I think I've talked about this a little bit on the show here before, uh, when I was in Sunday school uh-huh. uh, back in the day, yeah. every so often... Uh, we would get to like one Sunday a month. Our Sunday school was watching a movie, yeah. And my father would come in and run the movie, and it was the old like projector like, reel, uh, eight millimeter projector situation. Yeah. yeah, and he would set that thing up, and I always thought that was so cool. And I always really loved movie days. And now, you know what I really want to do is go back to that church and see if they have that projector and those movies oh. because I really want to, I think we would have a lot of fun watching those movies. Um, yeah, I don't know. My, my mom's old home movies were on eight millimeter film. Oh really? Yeah. But they, uh, they unfortunately got ruined in a flood, but. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but I, I watched them when I was a kid with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was fun. Did you ever watch film strips in school? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know. They were not, they were not movies. They were more like slideshows. Mm-hmm. And they had like the machine was had like the little projector situation, and I think you fed the strip in from the top. Yeah. But on the back was a cassette player that read the script. Oh, really? And then it would beep, and you'd have to advance it. Oh, I don't think we ever watched those. Yeah, I always, I, I used to get picked to advance the slide when it would be. <laughs> oh, well. It made me feel very special. But then I realized that my teacher didn't want to do it because she had me. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, that's kind of what this Old reminds me. Old Caitlin over here. Yeah, that's what the, the, <laughs> this movie reminded me of. Um, it really has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. No, all at it, all. All it does is put us in Springfield Elementary. That's yeah, all it does, and then so like the movie's going on and on, and it was pretty long. It was a minute and thirty seconds. Longer than the shorts that we uh, that we watched. Yeah, <laughs> the Tracy yeah. Ullman shorts. <laughs> so at the end, Bart does like a shadow puppet situation and is like, "Oh no, he's picking his nose." I definitely did that. Yeah. in church movies. Of course you did. <laughs> That's why that one lady thought you were going to prison. That's right. Anyway. I thought he'd be in prison. So, um, like, and of course, Miss Krabappel is not amused by this, but then the bell rings and everybody runs out. Yep. And this, I guess, is a means to get us to this. Well, first of all, it puts us in Springfield Elementary. Yeah. But it also gives us an indication that Miss Krabappel is lonely. Yeah. Because uh, after the bell rings, everybody runs out. She's like, if anybody wants to stay and talk about zinc, yep. I'll be here. And, and then uh, she says, we can talk about anything. Yeah. I'll do your homework for you. Yeah, it's pretty and sad. It's course, sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so then we uh, immediately cut to her in her in her car. Mm-hmm. And uh, she drives over to the Quickie Mart. Mm-hmm. And she's there with Apu. And she has purchased a can of soup. Chef Lonely Hearts Soup for One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which uh, which it, they, they use in this 
uh, a, a pretty good amount, I think, uh, with single characters. Like, they're always buying things that are, like, this for that, one. That, like, just yeah. rubs it in that they're yeah. single. Yeah. So she's... Uh, She's talking to a poo. He says, uh, oh, I haven't seen you since our, we doubled our prices. And he's kind of making small talk with her. Uh-huh. And then she had bought a scratcher ticket. And he and she scratches it off. She did not win. Yep. And she's um, who asked her if she's still teaching. And she says, well, at least for one more day. Because mm-hmm. she didn't win the lottery. Uh, yes. And uh, she... There was a little bit of a discrepancy here, I thought, in the dialogue, because Mm -hmm. he says, I haven't seen you since we doubled our prices, Uh and unless that was the day before, which would be a weird thing to say, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, she says, you know, are you single, sorry, not single, are you you still teaching, and Mm -hmm. then she scratches it off and loses and says, at least one more day, indicating to me that she was going to be back the next day to buy another lottery ticket like she oh, always does. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Or, you know, maybe it was just something in the moment. Also, that... what scratcher game are you playing? That You is... just scratched off one one window. She didn't scratch the whole thing. She only scratched one. one. No, she scratched three. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah if you look at it, like she's got the money, money. Oh, okay. It's it just was like, like a lemon, right? Yes, it's just like uh, Onion on My Belt. <laughs> Drop that onto our <laughs> <Yeah>. page. <laughs> that, uh, onion on My Belt, that is not the way we discovered <laughs> that <laughs> a baby was coming into this world. But it was not far off. No, it really wasn't. Yeah. No. So, anyway. So, I was on the phone arguing with my mother. He, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and Caitlin came out, and I was like, you don't need to get involved in this. And I was like, shooing her away. Yeah, he shooed me away. <laughs> shooting me away and then he was on the phone for like i don't know 20 more minutes and i'm like oh my god i'm chugging water so i can pee again just to make sure <laughs> i came in and uh. she showed me the test you can't i shoot her away with the positive test in her hand mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> you sure did so i will never forgive you oh boy <laughs> it's okay anyway is that too much information maybe Go on. Would you like to know how many tests? <laughs> <laughs> I think this woman took like 30 tests. Well, I had a lot, and also I just wanted to be extra sure. Extra, doubly, triply. Yep. yep. What's 30 in that in that uh, sequence? If you're doubly sure, triply sure, quadruply sure. Trentally sure. <laughs> I don't know. Trentally sure. <laughs> Tridecally sure. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, yeah. like tridecally sure. There yeah, you there you go. That Good sounds job. Like a, that sounds like a Flanders... Tridecally. Yeah, tridecally. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So anyways, um, Krabappel is then uh, heading over to uh, the mechanic shop because she's clearly having some issues. Uh, and the mechanic leans over and says, hmm, engine sputtering. And he tastes the, uh, he runs his finger in the gas tank real quick and tastes it. And he goes, up, oh, sugar in the gas tank. Your ex-husband strikes again. Yep. So we have uh, a mention of her ex-husband here. I don't mm-hmm. know if we've talked about him yes, before. Yes, uh, in Mr. Um, Lisa substitute. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She is divorced. That's right. Yes. Um. Yes. So then, where she's at home? Yeah, she's at home. Looking through a magazine, mm-hmm. and she uh, flips to the back where the ads are, and there is an ad looking for love. Yeah. So it's like a personal ads situation mm-hmm. so, uh, I, so I, I didn't catch this at first but what they're doing here is you call the number which is klondike five three four five seven and then you uh leave like your little message and they print it mm-hmm. and someone else can call you from there 
Yeah, or you, a message. You, you can like write. Well, no, because she puts her. Oh right, PO yeah, box. yeah, that's right. That's right. You write to so them. So you yeah, write to yeah, the yeah, person yeah. if they sound like a like a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So she's like, "What the hell? Might as well." Uh, she says, "Might be fun, kind of a lark." And then she's on the phone, and the phone keeps ringing, and nobody's answering the phone at the love, the right personal <laughs> ads place. Yes. So. So. Anyways, all of this points to one thing. Miss Krabappel is lonely. lonely. She's She's alone. She's sad. She has a cat. She does have a cat. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that. I did. Uh, Her to-do list on like the, the, not the refrigerator. It's on the wall in her kitchen. It says uh, she has to grade tests. She has homework and she's got to eat food. Those are the three things going, (laughs) going on in her life. Um, so and it, it, this is all wrapped up at the very end with her just outright shouting, "I need a man!" Yes, right. Yes. So then uh, we cut to the interior of this elementary school in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skinner is standing up on the stage, and the kids are being rowdy. Can I make a confession? Uh huh. Totally forgot about this part in like the I don't know four hours since we watched this. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I remember now, but I was I, like, oh yeah, the, the assembly. I remembered it because of the action of the assembly. Okay. So they're got they're, the kids are being loud, and uh, you know they're uh, they're throwing uh, they're throwing uh, I think an airplane paper airplane lands in Ralph's eyeball, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, he said uh, Skinner from the stage goes, enough people, he's trying to get their attention, mm-hmm. they're still being rowdy, and he says, all right, you know, I can wait as long as you. And he waits approximately, I don't know, three or four more seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he has, enough, has had enough of it, and he just shouts, knock it off! Yeah. <laughs> in, a, um, in really a pretty unskinner-like fashion, I will say. Yeah, I mean, he kind of starts out in that manner, and then he's the last straw. Right. Uh, so, um, after everybody quiets down, he's like, um, let's, uh, let's welcome our special guest, Ted Carpenter from the Twirl King Yo-Yo Company. Mm-hmm. So they start clapping, and the, this guy comes out, and he's telling them what a yo-yo is. He's like, well, it's kind of dull. Um, not, not much competition for a video game. And then he introduces two – or I'm sorry. He introduces the Twirl King champions. Miss- so, yep, Go so ahead. we have Mr. Amazing. Mm-hmm. We have Sparkle. And we have Zero Gravity, and the fourth one is The Cobra. The Cobra. Yeah, Lisa is, Lisa, uh, you see Lisa and Janie in the audience, and Lisa, when he introduces Sparkle, she's like, she's beautiful. So, like, Lisa's, like, enraptured with the yo-yo people. <laughs> yep, and uh, so Bart says, these guys must be millionaires, and then Nelson says, I bet they get all kinds of girls. Yeah, and then we see Miss Krabappel and Miss Hoover smoking in the back of the auditorium. Once again, I'm surprised that they let these cigarettes stay in these. Meh. But anyway, um, I assume they would replace them all with walkie-talkies. Probably. <laughs> A la E.T. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so Miss Hoover t- is talking to Miss Krabappel. She says, I question the educational value of this assembly. And then Miss Krabappel is like, hey, it's going to be one of their few pleasant memories. So <laughs> She says, not only that, she says it'll be one oh, of their few pleasant when memories. when they're pumping gas for a living. Sorry, yeah. I missed that. Next line. Uh, by the way, Miss Krabappel, wouldn't that be one of those people who just got all that sugar out of your gas yeah. tank? Yeah. <laughs> you judgy bitch. What? <laughs> That's why you're lonely. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is like, uh, this is from 1992. Yeah. Which is funny to me because... 
come around like 1997 and 8, like yo-yos became very popular again by the Yomega company. Oh. And I still have one of yeah, my Yomega yo-yos, which was the oh the what is it something it's, it's, it's R R something two R X two X R two or something like that. Uh, but I had like six different types of yo-yos. Robert was really point. big into yo-yo. I I was, and <laughs> and I can still do a number of the tricks. <laughs> I can do a number of like the string tricks and then like the actual action tricks. I was never good at yo-yo. Um, I know I didn't want to practice, so that's why. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say like. It, just like I've said before on the show, when it comes to being a magician, like there's a reason that this child had all this time to stay in the room by themselves and yeah. practice. <laughs> well, there's a reason that eighth grade Robert had all this time to Aww. spend in his room by himself Poor and kid. practice his yo-yo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. And masturbate. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Uh, so they the... The, the assembly is going on yeah, here, right? Yeah, it keeps going. So they're the, doing like a routine to um, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Uh huh. I think there's another title for that song, but it escapes me at the moment. Um, and then they pull. They decide to pull Skinner up onto the stage, mm-hmm. and they're 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 doing tricks around him with him in the center, mm-hmm. and he moves and uh, saying "careful now," and that's when he gets grazed by one of them. Mm-hmm. One that one grazed my ear. And one of the performers leans in and says, don't move. You could get really hurt. And let me tell you something. Those things hurt when they hit you. Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh, I ha- one of the yo-yos I had was a butterfly yo-yo. Uh, do you know what that means? Yeah, it's one that like looks like that. Yeah, yeah. so like in, you know, yo-yos, uh, think, imagine a yo-yo and how it, has, how it split down the middle like normally. This. Yeah, if you yeah. turn uh, the interior part outward, yeah. it would, that's a butterfly yo-yo. It, but my butterfly yo-yo was metal. Oh, and that thing would spin for days. It really was, it really, really would go for a long time, but it hurt. And, you know, if you're doing like flinging tricks, like swinging it around, like around the world and that kind of stuff, man, that thing comes back and pops you in the, pops you in the forehead. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. So my memories when I was watching, <laughs> when I was watching this were, it was not yo-yo related. It was school assembly related. And, like, did uh-huh. you ever have people come in, like, they were, I, I don't know, like, I can't think of a solid example, I, but, like, they would come in and you, everybody would be like, oh, we're going to go to the assembly. And then we'd go uh-huh. to the assembly and it'd be, like, I don't know, a show or a play or something, but it always had a lesson. It was always, like, be kind to each other uh-huh. or, you know, so don't be a dick. I... Uh, sort of had those, but remember you had that, chapel. Yes. So well, well, we had chapel, but we would have we would have the occasional um, assembly as well. And I remember very plainly. I'm not sure if we've talked about this on here or not before, but it is mentioned in The Simpsons every so often. Like a power team would come in. You know what I mean when I say the power team, like the big buff people who would come in and like rip phone books and like. <laughs> And all that kind of stuff, like they yeah, would like, I like, know what you mean. Yeah, I remember, like one of them would like bend like a, a steel rod uh-huh. over his over his leg and that kind of stuff. And the whole thing was like, you know, uh, you know, God has you know the ultimate <laughs> yeah. strength and all that kind uh, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, what I'm saying is the same thing, except instead of being religious, it was just like secular. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah. So I just remember like going to assemblies and like sitting there and being like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, and so like I I I actually when in when I was in college was part of something yeah. like that. Uh, when 
we were t- when we toured a version of Cinderella of, of a Cinderella play, and it was like Cinderella, the world's most beloved fairy tale. And so it was either three or four. Uh, we talked about this kind of the other day when we were talking about the cow. Uh, uh, I'll explain that in a minute. Um, <laughs> they were like, I, I think it was three uh, versions of the Cinderella fairy tale from around the world. Uh-huh. One was from China. One was from Russia. And I forget what the third one was. Um, looking back on it, it may not have been the greatest decision because we were definitely all a bunch of white kids walking around pretending to be like Chinese, not in a stereotypical way, but like wearing Chinese clothes and right. stuff. Um, but that's where I first learned about Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. So you know who Baba Yaga is? I feel like I just recently came across Baba Yaga. You, you probably will when I say this to you. Baba Yaga is a Russian story about, a, she is a witch and she lives in a house that has chicken legs. Oh. You've, oh, you've I never heard of that? I don't think so. I don't think so. So like ever since I've done this, ever since I did this play, the first time I was like, what a dumb thing. No, <laughs> I've never heard of this before. But like I have in many occasions in my life heard someone talking about, you know, the witch who lives in a house with chicken legs. And that's Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all of that is to say the that. The house has chicken legs. Correct. She's not like having a snack. No, the, no, the okay. house. Ha- <laughs> no, she eats children. She's a witch, remember? Yeah, okay. Um, w- did we watch a thing about Hansel and Gretel? Did that have to do with it? Maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, carry on. At any, at any rate, so like we would go to elementary schools in the area and we would uh, perform, you know, for the kids. And, you know, it was exactly that same sort of thing. Actually, this is where I first had a country ham biscuit with mustard on it. Okay. <laughs> was on one of those shows. We're, we're tangenting our tangents here, so, like... What, you got someplace to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where? On the couch. <laughs> She's going to go take a nap at the devil's nap time. Yeah, I am. It's, it's almost the devil's nap time, which is, I think, be- between 5 and 7 p.m. Uh-huh. You're going to go take a nap at 5 p.m. and yeah. <laughs> stay up until... Stay up all night. It don't matter. Caitlin's off for two weeks. She don't care. I am. Anyway... Merry Christmas. <laughs> also, Happy Hanukkah and all the other holidays. <laughs> so, at any rate, uh, making our way through, uh, making our way through, uh, they've told Skinner not to move, and then the assembly is almost over when I believe it's Millhouse shouts, mm-hmm. "How much do those yo-yos cost?" So here is the lesson from this performance, yeah. which is you should buy a yo-yo. Yeah. So, and here's something that I vividly remember from my middle school days is uh-huh. that we would have a fundraiser where we would sell magazines. And if you sold a certain number of magazines within a certain amount of time, uh-huh. you got to go on a limousine ride oh, or you shit. got like all these <laughs> prices. Wow. Yeah. And so it like became this huge thing. And that's what this reminded me of. Cause it was like, it's not about the lesson you're learning. Mm-hmm. It's about like capitalism. <laughs> When I was in Scouts, we would sell popcorn, uh, mm. and it was the Trails in popcorn. And I will say this, like, it was pretty good popcorn, but, but it expensive. was expensive It's popcorn. not a $4 box of cookies. Absolutely not. Yeah. And that's, what I, that's where I always really thought, like, the Boy Scouts were doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, Girl Scout cookies, even now, Girl Scout cookies are not that expensive. Uh, you can afford like to yeah. See, it's it's not a sixteen dollar bucket of popcorn. It's a five dollar box of cookies. Like, or, or like even when I was doing like some of those pop, popcorn buckets, which were not particularly large, right? Were like twenty five dollars. Yeah, the the Boy Scouts are a rip. Like and so yeah, and like you know 
we're encouraged to do it as a you know to raise money for for the troop and for the Boy Scouts organization, blah blah blah. But it was always just like, "Hi, Grandma, will you buy yeah. some popcorn?" And they're like, "Sure." And then like they end up checking off the most inexpensive yeah. one because and, and even the inexpensive one would be like a twelve dollar box like you would get from Orville Redenbacher yeah you know but the it was $12 yeah. yeah 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 uh when at my former job we ha- I had co-workers who had one girl one woman had a son who was a boy scout and one woman had a daughter who was a girl scout and guess whose order form always filled up and whose didn't because <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's yeah exactly right because yeah. it's an, it, even though you don't get that many cookies with a girl scout cookie box it's yeah. like 12 cookies it's still only four dollars right <laughs> that's a huge yeah. difference like i can say sure i'll buy a box of cookies from you little girl because it's if you're, $4. Drop, if you're dropping 25 dollars with a girl scout you're getting more than just pop like you're hey, getting can, a damn, variety of right. cookies damn king you dropped your crown too like, yeah 25 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> i know right so anyways uh so and, and, yeah, uh, yeah so uh, the kids are you know they want the kids to buy yo-yos then something happened here that rang so true with me they we see the uh the kids after the the assembly uh sparkle is signing an autograph for lisa and then the uh their leader, the man who came out at the beginning, I forgot his name already. Yeah, me too. Uh, came, uh, shouts from the van, you know, get your worthless butts in the van. It's time to go. Now, for clarity, I never had anyone call me worthless or anything like that. But when you do shows like this, it's like you're done, strike the set, uh-huh. load it up, and get your ass out yeah, of Yeah, not only are you performing in the show, you are the road crew as well. Yes, you sure are. Yeah. Uh, and when I was touring out of Philadelphia uh, before I came to Virginia, I mean, we would go and uh, we were all of that. You know, uh, there were eight of us. We had uh, plus one stage manager plus our sound technician. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, and and we were the ones who were responsible for unloading, for setting up the set, for, you know, setting props and costumes, et cetera, et cetera. You couldn't couldn't, um, greet your adoring public after the show. You had work to do. (laughs) Although since we were performing for for kids, I was by the way I was this was Babes in Toyland. I I played Barnaby Boomble the bumbling villain, <laughs> and I drew a big mustache on my face, a big swirly mustache on my face because I just assumed that a villain should have one. Yeah, and um, that was like lots of fun. Those kind of what they're called they're called bus and truck tours, and we literally were a bus and truck. Uh, but like those in the acting world, that's paying your dues. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like doing your summer stock and doing your bus and truck tour. That's like the rite of passage to be like, okay, now you can, now you've earned the right to do other stuff, to go and like settle down in a city and try and do real act. I mean, that's real acting. Don't, don't take it that way. But like to, to, you know, to really pursue the career in one place uh, if you can. Yeah. So, uh, whenever I talk to young actors and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing summer stock, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they're, they are all yelled at to get on the van, into the van. Um, he's like, we got three more schools to do. And they just, they pile in with all the stuff. Yeah. That, that also rang true with me. Yeah. Was cr- like squeezing into a van that's already full of yeah. stuff. Yeah, so as they're driving away, all the kids, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. It's it's 4.30 p.m. Caitlin's tired. It's my nap time. <laughs> um, they're, uh, they're, all the kids shout goodbye, 
And they all have the yo-yos now, of course. So mm-hmm. they're, they're out on the playground. Oh, we should note that uh, when Sparkle signs her autograph, she oh, yeah. hands Lisa a photo. And, it, of course, she signed the photo. And Lisa says, that's not you. And she goes, that's the old Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> then we get the so load them in sequence. Sparkle needs new headshots is what we're getting at. So, anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so we are at the playground, and they're all trying to impress each other with the tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart does like a sort of string trick where he throws it up over the monkey bars, uh-huh. uh, and it ties a little knot, and then of course he pulls it back. Yeah, it's actually a very impressive trick. Nelson does a trick where he hits another kid in the head. <laughs> yes. Gee, <laughs> um, I heard this is see like this is just the sort of thing like when you're a kid, people might just say, but I heard that yo-yos were invented because they were weapons at some point have you ever heard that before i don't think so that's pretty dubious isn't it isn't is that what a boomerang is that's see i was about to say in the same way that people used to say that about boomerangs but i don't know if that's true either yeah me either so my like, grandpa had a boomerang and i used to try to throw it and i didn't i couldn't do it so i have <laughs> in my lifetime i have thrown <laughs> several different boomerangs uh-huh and there is only one boomerang that ever actually worked for me. Uh-huh. I don't remember the brand, but it was an old like foam boomerang, okay. and it didn't have the two like the, the sort of pseudo V or U shape. Yeah. Instead, it kind of looked like a radioactive symbol, and uh, except that the edges were flat along. So it was basically like three like uh, three like planks that came to a center point. Oh, okay, uh, made of foam, so a very light but heavy enough and dense enough that you could throw it. Mm-hmm. And that thing would really go out far and then come back to you. But at the same time, now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, but I mean, if you just throw a Frisbee well, you can get it's it to yeah, come back to you. Well, with a, with a actual boomerang, it's all about the technique. And I just didn't know what the technique was. And I don't know that, because he, he was stationed in Australia during World War II. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, oh, like, he knew, he knew the ex- technique, but he tips. couldn't. Yeah, no, but he couldn't, like, teach me how to do it. Or if he did, I wasn't listening. <laughs> ah, you know, Caitlin and I were talking about this earlier. <laughs> we, we were talking about, uh, <laughs> get ready for this. Uh-oh. We were talking about the establishment of the chair for law and police at the College of William and Mary in the late 1770s and how uh, and how that was necessary to improve the legal profession because prior to that in Virginia, lawyers were basically apprenticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like any other situation where there's an apprentice uh, apprenticeship, you might be a very capable lawyer, but you could be a shitty you teacher. could be a bad teacher yeah. and therefore like no matter how good of a lawyer you lawyer you are it doesn't make any real difference to the student who's trying to learn how to do right. it and, and to read the law so you you experienced that with the boomerang huh i think no i think i was an unwilling student oh i see i think that what that this i think <laughs> i think this may surprise you i think i tried it a few times and when i wasn't good at it immediately I got mad, and I didn't want to listen to how to do it, and so I gave up. So what you're saying is this is basically like Robert trying to learn the piano as a kid yeah. situation? <laughs> like, yeah, like I, because the fact that I was not perfectly doing this thing I had never done before uh-huh. uh, yes. made me yes. give it up. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that, that, I've heard, somebody gave me some very good, good advice one time, and they said, you know, to try to, to want to master something means you have to be willing to be terrible for a long time. Yeah. And that is true. That's a lesson I'm still learning. Aren't we all? To this day. Aren't we all learning yeah. it? Good thing we're expert podcasters. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> now, if only this thing would start paying off. Yeah. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Conan, are you out there? Hey, yeah, Conan, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's Conan O'Brien. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, they're doing tricks with the yo-yos on the TV. On the on the playground. Uh, on the TV. <laughs> they uh, were on the TV, but, but then, on the playground. Uh, Bart, we we cut to the interior of the Simpsons house, and Bart is doing tricks with his yo-yo, and Homer sees him and calls Marge over and says, "Hey, come here. Can you believe it?" And I mean, Bart's doing really well, and he says, mm-hmm. "Pretty soon, I'll be able to quit my job and live off the boy." And Marge says, what? <laughs> Name me one person who's going to get rich by doing yo-yo tricks. Bro, when I was heavy into the yo-yo, I fully intended to go pro. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't think we mentioned this, but during the assembly, Bart says, like, as he's watching, he goes, I bet they're all millionaires. I said that. Did you? I did. I'm so sorry. You were looking at your phone? <laughs> uh, well, I had to check on my fantasy team. Which are they, are is they not, winning? <laughs> no, they're not. Of course they're not. <laughs> That's not what my fantasy team does. Uh, good news, everybody. Here's an update. Kaylin's fantasy team still stinks, and I made it into the winner's bracket. Robert's up here like the NFC East. That's right. <laughs> Everyone's got a losing record, That's and he right. made it. I came in by the skin of my scrotum. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What? Yuck. Uh, anyway. Skin okay. of the screw. So Homer is hoping to get rich off of. Bart doing his tricks. So how about this list that we get here? Yeah. Uh, so Marge says, whoever got tricked by doing yo-yo tricks? And he's thinking to himself. He's not speaking. It's just uh, Homer thinking. It's a voiceover. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump? No. Arnold Palmer? No. Bill Cosby? No. What a list. I, was- <laughs> I mean, Ar- Arnold Palmer. I, I think is he Arnold- okay? I think, I think he's, he's okay. okay. I think he's okay. But I was just like... I, I was. Ooh. The other two. All I was thinking in my mind was like, one out of three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all know that Donald Trump got words this week selling NFTs of himself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Y'all, surely, surely you have heard the news about how Donald Trump made a big to-do about having a big announcement to make this week. And everyone was speculating it was going to be like, oh, he's going to announce his running mate, which would be super early. Yeah. Like crazy early. But I mean, who who would put it past him, especially with what the announcement actually fucking was, which was he was announcing what are essentially... Digital trading cards. Yes. (laughs) They are essentially a little like Trump Trump the gathering cards. Like... (laughs) But but his but photo, it, but, his and, 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 and I like so like I made I I saw this right and I was like that's fake that has to be fake but it's not no it's not and it, it, it's it's his head photoshopped on stock photos from around the internet it looks yes it, it's ridiculous and and on top of all of that like one I, of them's I, Joe Biden's body and yes well <laughs> that is true and th- but like also I said to myself I made the joke to myself I was like well I or, no not to myself I made it to our little chat group. I was like, I was like, Donnie out here uh, making NFTs, right, non fungible tokens. And, but I was just making a joke. But he literally referred to them as NFTs. Yeah. And and they're ninety nine dollars. They're nine dollars. Ninety nine dollars. Apparently, they have sold out. What? How many were there? I don't know. <laughs> too, too many. First of all, too many. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, what? That is what so, a clown! What a clown! That is so hilariously wild. He and might dumb. as well have done yo-yo tricks, especially in light of recent current events with NFTs and like and how like everything's tanking. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the arrest of what's his nuts and the, uh, yeah, the guy the I can't remember what his the company name was. Yeah, the, the guy <laughs> like, that reminds me of uh, 
uh, oh, is it, is it Matt Stone uh, from so like, this, Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Yeah, you know? like he like, like he kind of reminds me. He's got me like of, the curly hair. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, ridiculous. Uh, and and so like at the all of that is like gathered together to just to say like, are these the, are these the end times? <laughs> well, I think it just. I think we better find religion pretty quick. Well, <laughs> well not, no. So, like, it has to do with how, sorry, how stupid some of the people that follow him are. Because they think this is a very valuable and exclusive thing. The, the, it's got to be the same all people. they're doing is giving him money. This is the real question for, for me. For nothing. And, and, and actually, I guess it's not a question because I'm really going to make a statement by asking this question, I guess. There's like... We know that he doesn't need the money, right? right? $99 going into Trump's pocket is like... Well, I mean, he does have like a billion lawsuits right now. So maybe he correct, needs some legal fees. Correct. But like $99 going into Trump's pocket is not... No. Is, is not significant. And uh, so th- what, that, what I'm saying is like, is this just... It's blind worship. It's, yeah, you, exactly. Like, is this just it is him a golden cow satisfying his ego, his own yes, ego, or trying yes. to? And I, and the, the answer is yeah. I it think that's what it is. That's absolutely what it is. It's incredible because he's like, look what I can do. I can tell people I'm going to give them this, and they're going to give me money for it, no reason. It, yeah, and so many of these, and so many of these folks who who warned me. About you know the about uh, about the Israelites worshiping Baal, the golden calf, right? You know, in while while watching these videos at, at Sunday school, uh, they're the ones buying the, the fucking NFTs. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, God it's, makes no sense. Uh, uh. Except except here is the sense. Like he ran for office with an R next to his name. And yeah. for so many people, the letter next to the name is the only thing that matters. The R next to his name, but the rhetoric to back up, like, the bigoted whatever he he espouses. So, and I, I can't. But, anyway. But, it, it, like, that was wild. And not only that, like, we <laughs> saw the TikTok where... The person was like, "This is this is Joe Biden's body that his head is that Trump's head is photoshopped on." Yeah, I found or I came across a TikTok today that said he stole stock photos from like the internet and photoshopped out. He obviously didn't do this personally, right? But but like whoever was doing this was stealing stock photos from online, photoshopping out the watermark, but still leaving enough for it to be identifiable. I'm gonna say. About this is what I said this to a couple of my coworkers the other day. Uh, this is just like what's his nuts the 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 Raiders owner's haircut. Yeah. Right? This is how you know that Donald Trump only surrounds himself with himself with yes men because if he didn't surround himself only with yes men, surely, 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 someone would have said this eh, is really this is wild, really dumb. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but but this I'm is why it's, when I this say, is like, why it's okay. To ask questions in the workplace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I asked questions in the workplace and then I was not well liked because of it. But I asked questions it, well, that needed to be asked. Yeah. And so like, you know, if, if you can't do that kind of stuff in, in the workplace, then you work under a, what essentially is a petty tyranny. Yeah. Uh, and that's that leads to... That leads Dumb to shit. revolution is what it leads to. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So big tangent, big rant. But 
I knew we were going to talk about those trading cards. I knew we were going to, and I assumed that we were going to go off for a little while about them. Okay. Uh, but apparently, like, I am, it, y'all, it's Christmas season, and I have been super duper busy. I have not watched the news. Uh, I know about this because a friend of ours sent us this, and then I looked into it. Well, a and then bit. the the memes that have been generated out of and it the have been memes. great. Yes, the memes have been great. Uh, I posted, I think, on the page the mm-hmm. the uh, Bart holding up the dud card. You got the dud. <laughs> you got the dud. It's like the ca- like Trump is Captain America yes, or some uh, shit. Onion on my belt has made a couple of funny memes uh, in regards to it as well. So if you don't follow Onion on my belt on uh, Instagram, Instagram, go ahead and give him a follow. Because underscore is under. Yep, Onion underscore in, in on underscore my underscore belt. Yeah. Uh, because uh, uh, he's always uh, pumping out pretty good memes. He's way better at making memes than I am, <laughs> and way more consistent too. Well, yeah. I have to like. The muses have to talk to me to make memes. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, the right things just have to fall in my eyes at the right time. Like, I think I'm a pretty funny guy, but, like, making memes is a different, like, art form. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate memes, uh, uh, but I, it's hard to, like, sit down and be, be like, I'm going to make a meme. Yeah. 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 All right. So, we're so. five minutes into the story. Into the, yeah. <laughs> in the story here. So. Uh, uh, we're in the classroom. Yes. Miss Krabappel is reading about the pilgrims coming to America. Um, uh-huh. It is winter here, by the way, because one of the bulletin boards in the back has like a snowflake. Oh, okay. So, it must be like around like Thanksgiving season-ish. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so she's reading... After two months at sea, the pilgrims were running out of food and water. Nelson raises his hand. Yes, Nelson? (laughs) Did they have any (laughs) (laughs) yo-yos? No, they did not have any yo-yos. When they landed at Plymouth Rock, they were greeted by the friendly Wampanoag Indians. Did the Indians have (laughs) yo-yos? No, they did not have any yo-yos. That's it. I'm sick and tired of talking about yo-yos. From now on, I will not accept any book report, science projects, dioramas, or anything else on yo-yos or yo-yo-related topics. Am I making myself clear? And then Bart goes, yo. <laughs> and everybody laughs. Hey, uh, can I tell you a fun fact? What? Here's a fun tangent fact. Oh, boy. Uh, in ancient Rome, okay. uh, if you were greeting someone from afar, uh-huh. you know what they said? Yo. They said yo. That's right. Uh, I spelled I-O, but pronounced yo. Uh-huh. Um, and it essentially means, hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, it's an exclamation, uh, a, a, a positive uh, affirming exclamation. So yes, today is the 18th of December. Yesterday mm-hmm. was the 17th, which is Saturnalia. Mm-hmm. And so the phrase to celebrate Saturnalia was yo, yo. Saturnalia. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yo Saturnalia. <laughs> ah, and a Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start saying that to people when they yo like, Saturnalia. I, I hate I, I hate like you know because like because where I work like people say Merry Christmas to me a lot and I hate that that phrase is so weaponized mm. now and I just whenever someone says it to me it's almost like nails on a chalkboard because I just don't know if someone's trying to test whether yeah, or not I'm trying say to bait you. So maybe I'll just start saying yo Saturnalia to yeah. everyone. There you go. <laughs> okay, Arts. moving on. So uh, Bart and Milhouse are in the back of the classroom. Yep. Uh, Milhouse asks Bart if he has any new tricks. And uh, <laughs> Bart says, yes, he has one. It's called Plucking the Pickle. Yeah, I've been down that road. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you learned that one in eighth grade in your uh, bedroom alone. Uh, well, I don't know. I discovered the internet in 1997. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So he, uh, Bart's showing Milhouse the trick, and uh-huh. it all goes wrong because he hits the fish tank. Yep. 
in the back of the class and crashes it open. Poor little fish fall out on and, the yep. And the next thing on the floor. Well, uh, I'm sorry, I, I started to say that it shifted, but not yet because Mrs. K comes over and Bart's hand is obviously literally tied to the string that connects the excuse me the yo-yo. Yeah, he goes, "I didn't do it," uh-huh. and of course he did, which will eventually be a hilarious catchphrase. But you don't know about that. Oh, I was thinking of <laughs> I was thinking of Steve Urkel. <laughs> but his catchphrase oh. was, "Did I do that?" <laughs> I'm glad you I don't didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> Not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you don't have a chicken in this race. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I tell you? Can I tell you uh, uh, a little secret here? Uh, since she has become pregnant, Caitlin has laughed a lot more at my jokes. I don't know if it's a side effect of being pregnant or what. I think it probably is. <laughs> Kid's going to pop out. I'm going to be mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, so, cause now, nowadays, like sometimes I'll drop something and it's just supposed it's just meant to be like a little, like one off, like burner joke. And she'll be like, ah, and I'm like, oh, well, oh, I don't remember doing that. Pretty, yeah, you've done that a couple of times. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I, so here's an example. The other night, some something was happening on TV. I'm thinking about the YouTube one. The thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. And so I, we were watching something on YouTube. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something about. I think it was about the Saint Edward's chair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the coronation. Yeah. And so we watch very dirty YouTube videos. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. We, Just deal with we're it. We're into history. If you haven't figured that out. <laughs> we watch videos about the chair of law and police at the college. That's right. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, we're watching this video, and at the end, blah blah blah, it's over. And I said, "Thank you," or I said, "I said thanks." The guy says, "Thanks." Oh, yeah, huh? and but I said thanks, uh-huh. and then I then I sort of muttered under my breath for nothing, <laughs> and then I turned to Caitlin. And I went, "Hey, did you hear what I said?" <laughs> <laughs> and that shit landed. <laughs> Like she's still laughing about it. But you kept going. That was what was so funny because you were like, I said thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. For nothing. Did you hear that? Did you hear? Thanks for nothing. Here's something that you should know about Caitlin, and she actually has said this outright on the show several times here. Caitlin loves an endurance gag. Yep. She, <laughs> that is true. What she loves about Simpsons humor is that they they can masterfully draw it out just, just long enough. enough. To make it funny again. The escalator to nowhere is an example of that. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely Whoa. an example of that. Whoa. And the timing of that is so genius. Yeah. Because I'm going to go on a little tangent here about the escalator to nowhere. Not the podcast, but the bit on the show, which is the uh, March versus Monorail episode, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you live under a rock. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, um, you're listening to this. I know, right? this far. I know. So <laughs> when, when they're going up. You know, she's talking about the skyscraper build of popsicle sticks and the giant magnifying glass and then the escalator to nowhere. And the guys fall off. So, like, the first two, they're like, whoa, whoa. And then there's, like, an extra beat in between the next guy. Yeah, and the credits cut, right? Yeah, but then he falls off, too. It's so good. It's so good. But that's what I mean. Like, the credits cut, so you think that, like, the implication is that it's over, but you still hear, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. It also reminds me of that dream you had that one time of people flying out of the movie tavern. <laughs> out of the right. movie theater. Uh, long the story roof. short, I had a weird dream that people like 
like just shot out of the middle of a movie theater here <laughs> <laughs> and just went Wee! yeah like up in like a big tornado or like, like ejector seat ejector style. seat beam that just yeah. shot a whole theater of people up out of it it was a weird dream yeah anyway okay carrying on so uh we then our uh, bart is at mrs k's desk after the incident and uh, Willie's carrying out the fish, and he says, "Don't you worry, your wee lass. They're going to a better place." And I knew it was coming, but it was still. Oh funny. yeah, the toilet flushes. Yes, as soon as he walks out, you hear the toilet. Yeah. And she goes, "Bart, that's one month's detention." And he says, "Mrs. Krabappel, we're all Krabappel. We're all upset, Krabappel. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Krabappel, we're all upset by the untimely deaths of Stinky and Wrinkles." <laughs> this but, is great. But life goes on. Did I ever tell you about the name of our guinea pig in seventh grade? No. I didn't even know what this meant, but. <laughs> But we named this guinea pig Dank <laughs> at a Christian school. Oh, we well, named so him Dank. So here's the thing. If you named it Dank at a Christian school, my my guess is that the teacher probably did not know the meaning of that either. This teacher, I'm not kidding, I think was probably 22 or 23 years old. Oh, well. <laughs> I think he knew what it okay. meant. But here's the thing. Here's something that I've learned now that I've gotten older. Like There are a lot of instances where... Children or teenagers do things that you're supposed to be like, don't do that. But they're actually pretty they're funny. They're actually funny. So yeah. you let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve Jackson, I think I told you, Steve Jackson uh, took his son to uh, school because, or he went to school with his son because they were having a Thanksgiving Day special going on. And <laughs> apparently the, the kids were introducing the parents uh, to the class. And uh, his son goes, this is my dad. And then he pointed at his belly and goes, this is his fat. <laughs> and, and we asked him, we were like, did, did it get a laugh? Did the room laugh? And he goes, wouldn't you laugh at it? <laughs> and his response then was, he, goes, he then goes, uh, he says, uh, sometimes the comedy is too good to correct <laughs> or to punish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Bart is talking to Ms. Krabappel. He says, we're all upset, but yeah. ultimately... Oh, life goes on. He just wants his yo-yo back, essentially. Yeah. Um, and uh, she says, "Bart, yeah. if I were you and you were me, would you give the yo-yo back?" And he has a little uh, a, a imagination sequence uh-huh. here, a daydream where he's very tall and she's very short, and he's dropping the yo-yo down, going, "Here you go," and then yoinking it back. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Just kidding. Here you go. Just kidding. And we cut back to the to reality, and she goes, "Well, would you?" And he says, "Absolutely." <laughs> Uh, anyways, she takes it and throws it into the drawer with confiscated items, which includes a number of things, including a play-doo, a play-dude. Yeah. Um, I, when she opened that drawer, I thought, are all of these items Bart's? Yeah. I don't think that Bart would have a play-dude. Oh, yeah, he would. He would? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've, I, that's more Nelson style, What's I in feel. there? Let's see here. There's what appears to be a squirt gun. There is a slingshot. Yeah. There is a... Is that? It kind of looks like. I'm not sure what that is. That a razor, like a firecracker, maybe. Yeah, maybe a firecracker there, and then there's the play dude. Yeah. Uh, Updike on the martini. <laughs> John John Updike. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good uh, compliment because we saw something about D- J D Salinger earlier when she was looking at the magazine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think most of these are are Barts. I I yeah I really yeah. think they are. <laughs> so anyways. Um, Moving along with the episode. So we cut to, it doesn't show what cafe they're in, but Miss Krabappel has gotten a date. Yeah. The date is with Jasper. It's Jasper. That's right. (laughs) So she's gotten all dressed up. 
she's pretty bummed. Um, so she's kind of just sulking at, at, mm-hmm. at the date. And he's like, what, what's eating you woman? Your personal ad said you wanted a man. You got yourself a humdinger. And she's like, I don't know. I guess I expected something, um, different from your photo. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we see the photo of young Jasper, I'm assuming who looks ripped and, has a <laughs> fancy like zoot suit on. I was going to say, that's definitely a zoot suit, yeah, right? Yeah, and then like a fedora and his beard is all black and everything. So he's sending old photos of himself out. In short, in short, Mrs. K just got catfished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if this episode was made today, it would be called Mrs. K Gets Catfished because it happens twice. Twice, yeah. 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 Uh, I uh, And that, that term doesn't exist in 1992, I don't believe. No, I think it's the movie that introduces that term. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well, there you go. Yes. Um, sort of like gaslighting, right? What? That's from something. That's a mo- movie. That's a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Do you know who's in that movie? Who? Do you know who's in it? Oh, uh, God. Clearly, I do not know Well, in- Ingrid Bergman's in it, but... Angela Lansbury is also. Oh, <laughs> carry on. So, uh, anyway, uh, it does. It it, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, one month. Uh, Bart. Is, so sorry, everybody. Uh, cut to Bart. Uh, Bart says one month's attention. She'll pay for this. So he's in the classroom and he is cleaning up. That's what's going on here uh-huh. in this moment. He's at he's her like, desk. He's yeah. He's fixing the sink first because uh-huh. there's a Malibu Stacy. Oh, down that's where he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was looking at the thumbnails. Yeah, so he's in the teacher's lo- or he's in the classroom. Uh-huh. She's sulking at her desk again. Miss Hoover comes by. She says, "There's happy hour in the teacher's lounge." She's like, "I'll be there in just a sec." Uh, she quickly grades the papers that um, she's grading. She puts a B on all on of them. All of them, yes. Yep. <laughs> and then she leaves. So Bart takes this opportunity to go over to her desk and go into the drawer that. Mm-hmm. All his stuff is in, including his uh-huh. yo-yo. Yes. Um, while we're here, uh, did you notice that there have been added onto the walls in the classroom here more presidents? Yes. And I, I guess I shouldn't it's say more presidents. Because it plays a role in this episode. Yeah, I, but I'm guess I guess uh, I shouldn't. I guess I shouldn't say more presidents mm. uh, because the question that we had previously was: Is that Benjamin Franklin? Yeah. Or who is that at the front of the classroom? More historical figures have been added to the wall. Yes, but it's definitely Benjamin Franklin because now in this episode he's wearing the glasses up front. It's very clear. That you oh, can see I didn't him. notice that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, anyways, all that's to say, it's Ben Franklin up front. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, he's Bart goes into her desk. He sees his yo-yo. He grabs it. But he also sees... He starts rummaging, yeah. Yeah, the personal ads. Yes. And he sees the one that I guess Mrs. Krabappel circled herself. Yes, she did. Um, <laughs> it's her own personal ad, and it reads, one plus one equals two, right? Edna K, box 402. Yep. So he's like, hmm, okay. So he writes a letter. It says... Uh... It's, it's, it says a little bit more than that, I think. Uh, the Frank sometimes will cut it. Yeah. Cut it a little bit. Uh, is oh, uh, one plus one equals two. Recently divorced fourth grade teacher wishes to meet a man aged eighteen to sixty. 60. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she object save me, and then write yeah. to yeah yeah. So that's uh I, I, that made me laugh. The You're eight, right. ages eighteen to sixty. Yeah. <laughs> so in uh, short, yeah. So like Jasper, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think you're 60. 
Well, it just in short, she is not being picky, right? Right. So, anyways, so he decides, Bart decides he's going to be a little devious here. Yes. And he writes her a letter. Mm-hmm. And, Dear Edna, I never answered personal ad before, but I found yours irresistible. My name is, and he looks up and sees the picture of Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Woodrow. So, we then cut to her, who's finishing reading the letter. You know, I like holding hands and dinner by candlelight, and oh, yes, I really hate yo-yos. And she's like, oh, oh, Woodrow, and then, like, falls back onto her bed. Yeah. Like, she's, she is enamored right away. And you're right, it is winter, because yes, we then uh, cut to the Simpsons household. Yeah, and um, Santa's little helper, poor guy, is outside. Uh-huh. Um, Marge is... She says, maybe we should let the dog in. And Homer says, Marge, dogs love the outdoors. And then we cut to Santa's little helper who's out there. He's shivering. And then he tries to take a drink of water out of his bowl, and it's frozen, and his tongue sticks to it. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, (laughs) y'all. Marge says, I think he needs a dog house. And Homer says, yeah, but what are you going to do? She says, I bet we could buy a nice dog house for $50. Says the lady who thought that. $10,000 $10,000 a couple of episodes ago or however much it was uh, from the stocks was... Tw- tw- 5200 5200 yes. yes. Wow, good for you. Uh, uh, what's going to change their lives, yeah. right? Uh, buy a doghouse for $50. Uh, and she says, Marge, you're a tool of the doghouse makers. I am not. Yes, you are. You've been brainwashed by all those doghouse commercials on TV. And then Homer decides, he says, I know, I'll build him a doghouse. <laughs> and immediately, I think everybody's mind goes to the spice rack, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. we know this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and he says, don't worry, I just drew up a little blueprint. And he puts down this piece of paper, a napkin or a piece of paper or uh-huh. something with that looks... Ex- it looks like a kid drew it. It is a kid's drawing, yeah. Of a doghouse. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I just drew up a little blueprint, let me walk you through it. Um. Uh. Oh, hold on. Sorry. He says, uh, "Let me walk you through it." Yeah. This is a door. He goes through that. This is a roof. <laughs> uh, and this happy character over here is it's the a sun. sun. Did you notice he even put his name in the bottom right hand? No, corner I didn't notice that. Drawing? That's very funny. Yeah. So it, it's it's a very rudimentary blueprint. Uh, blueprint. to be sure. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in comes Bart here at this moment, and uh, Marge says, "How was detention today, dear?" Oh, not bad. I'm starting to get the hang of the floor waxer. Mm-hmm. And look who's written him. He, he's going through the mail, yeah. I should say. Yeah. And look who's written him. Miss Kravapol. Uh, before we go any farther. Yes. She writes to Woodrow, 94 Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, the, um, the Frink says that the address in this episode is off. Um, because later it will be 742 Evergreen Terrace. That's right. And eventually, some very fine people will drop a <laughs> podcast. podcast yeah. <laughs> 7.42 uh, 7 a.m. There you go. Yep. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Uh, so anyways, uh, Mrs. K- Mrs. K has written him uh, Woodrow back, and she writes, Dear Woodrow, I must admit I am intrigued. You're not like the other men I've met. Bart says, yeah, I'm the 28th president of the United States. Good memory, Bart. Keep, commit that. Mm-hmm. But I've had some bad experience with bad experiences with these ads, so I'd like to learn more about you. Please write back soon. Here's a photo that will get your pencil moving. And it is and a And boy howdy is it a photo. Yeah. It is Mrs. K in her like black lacy negligee in a very provocative pose. She is pushing the girls out. Yes, she is. Um I cannot imagine being 
<laughs> a student and receiving a photo of a teacher like that. Yeah. Um, but the, but Bart says to the picture, he says, you've got a date with a Xerox machine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Homer, is, we then cut to Homer outside. He's beginning to work on the doghouse mm-hmm. and he's cussing at the, cussing at the doghouse. Mm-hmm. A la my father building that swing set all those yes. years ago. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's a stupid lumber. Damn it. Doe. And we cut over and we see that uh, Rod is in the backyard and he hears him. And we come to a very famous meme uh, from Simpsons meme culture uh, with this next scene. Uh, we, cu- we come into the Flanders dining room and uh, uh, Flanders is sitting at the table and Maude is serving everyone. The boys are there. And Flanders says, a boy came in, a fellow came into the store today and asked for change for a dollar. I gave him three quarters by mistake. Took me the whole afternoon to track him down. And Maud says, Todd, would you like some? Oh, he calls, she calls him Todd here. Yeah. That's, that's. I, I, I've never known the difference between the two. So yeah, I. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it during I Dead know Putty we Society. did, but I forgot it already. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> um, oh, I want to, I want to backtrack just a little bit. Okay. Flanders says he was at the store. What store was he at? Not the Leftorium. Why not? Didn't the Leftorium close? No, remember? Oh, he reopened it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, sorry. Because uh, Burns bought the Roadster. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he was at the Leftorium. Yeah, that's where he was. Leftorium's still in business. That's right. I did not realize that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought that was a one and done deal, but I guess there's some oh, continuity no. there. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yes. Uh, remember when you came to me early on and said, I want to learn the canon, the, the Leftorian is canon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's in Got there. It. So, anyways, uh, she talks to Rod, but calls him Todd. Uh, Todd, would you like some mixed vegetables? And he says, hell no. And they all, of course, gasp. She says, what did you say? He says, I don't want any damn vegetables. <laughs> and, uh, Flanders, uh, enacting some uh, discipline here, says, All right, that's it, young man. No Bible stories for you tonight. And he runs off crying. Mm-hmm. Maud says, Weren't you a little hard on him? <laughs> Flanders says, Well, you knew I had a temper when you married me. Yeah, and then we cut to the Lovejoy house, and Helen is giving Reverend Lovejoy the phone, saying, Ned Flanders is on the phone. And, <laughs> and she says it in a way, she's, she's definitely egging him here. She says, Flanders on the phone. Yeah, and he's very visibly like annoyed by this. A great joke here, too. He says, oh, if it's about that stupid quarter again. Yeah, and then <laughs> he, he answers, and they're talking. And he says, I'm sorry to bother you, Reverend Lovejoy, but I'm kind of a tizzy. Our son Todd just told us he didn't want to eat his damn vegetables. And... <clears throat> um. Reverend Lovejoy's like, well, you know kids and vegetables. Was it asparagus? No. Um, the point is, he said a bad word. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so Reverend Lovejoy's like, oh, okay. Um, he says, well, you kids usually pick these things up from someplace. Find out what's going on and direct, him, direct them to the Bible. And Flanders asks, where in the Bible? <laughs> and then Lovejoy, Reverend Lovejoy, <laughs> he goes, uh, page 900. <laughs> yeah, and then it like hangs up. So, anyways... Uh, he then says, as as after he hangs up, he goes, "Damn Flanders." Yeah. <laughs> so Bart, then, we then cut to the uh, living room, of the Simpsons' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart walks up to Lisa. Hey, Lisa, you got a moment of your time? Yeah. Uh, suppose I was writing a second letter to a girl, and I already used up my A material. What should I say? Lisa, of course, is highly intrigued here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, could it be there's someone special you're not telling me about? Oh, please. She goes, "Is it Terry?" 
No. Is it Sherry? No. Is it that girl with the lazy eye patch? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did they mean lazy eye and eye patch? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I had a relative who had a lazy eye when she was little. Uh-huh. And they would put a patch over her stronger eye so that her lazy eye was forced to look around and like strengthen. Oh. I think that's what they mean here. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, he says no. (laughs) Uh, uh, Is it that exchange student, Mix Pa? Or or, or it's 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 Mix Click. Is it Mix Pa? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, it's not for me. It's uh, homework. Sure it is. Uh-huh. Uh, and she goes, okay, hey, Bart, let's do some homework. And then she starts kissing. Maybe kissing yeah, she's, yeah. Um, then we cut to Todd, I guess, um, watching TV. Younger Flanders. The younger Flanders son <laughs> is watching TV, and uh, I, I did not recognize the show that he was watching. Um, it, but anyway, it's, they're talking about fixing a Jeep and maybe this will, uh, the, the dialogue is golly gee, uh, <laughs> golly, Sergeant Carter, I can't fix your Jeep, but maybe this will make it up to you. And then he starts singing. I guess it's like Hogan's Heroes or something. I yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what this is, but it's, it's not mash, even though they talk about a lot of Jeeps and mash. Anyway, the, the point is... <laughs> <laughs> the point is that this is not it's a wholesome show. anything yeah, offensive yeah. at all. And uh, Maud and Ned are watching him watch the show, and Ned goes, is this all he watches? And she goes, well, he used to watch Davy and Goliath, but he thought the idea of a talking dog was blasphemous. <laughs> so, like, this should let you know how wholesome this show is because there's hardly anything more mild and also, you know, religious yeah. than Davy and Goliath. Yeah, so uh, Flanders holds up a checklist, and he's crossing off television yep. on the list of things that could have influenced Todd. Uh-huh. Um, Back to the Simpsons kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart walks in and says, Hey mom, did you say the love letters dad sent you? She says, of course I did. Well, actually there's only one and it's more of a postcard from some brewery he visited. And we also get another great Simpsons meme moment here yep. with Homer's love letter to Marge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Homer writes, <laughs> if you watch the Simpsons and if you're listening to this, I'm sure you do. You know how this goes. Maybe it's the beer talking, but you've got a butt that won't quit. They got those big chewy pretzels here. Five dollars. Get out of here. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it's very funny. Um, Bart, Bart Bar- remarks, yeah. you know, wow, a side of dad I've never seen. Yeah. So then we, um, after this, we cut back to Mrs. Krabappel's classroom. Yep. It's detention time. Yep. And uh, she's sitting at her desk. She's all depressed looking. And Bart is cleaning. And he's like, oh, a penny for your thoughts, Miss K. And she's like, I was just thinking. Um, and then she's like, oh, well, you wouldn't be interested. He's like, try me. Sometimes it helps to talk. Uh, so he keeps cleaning. And she's t- talking about, um, she was like, well, I was just wishing I could meet a man who likes uh, the way I look first thing in the morning, laughs at my jokes, uh-huh. he fix my car. Uh, oh, yeah. And, he's, and, and Bart's taking all of this in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next thing we see is him on his bed in his bedroom writing another letter. Dear Edna, your photo took my breath away. Truly, yours is a butt that won't <laughs> quit. <laughs> Yesterday morning, I put your picture up in my garage to inspire me while I gapped my spark plugs. 
And that she's like, she's in the bathtub while she's reading this, uh-huh. and she is, she is just like, oh, smitten kitten. Yes. Um. So <laughs> then we cut to the backyard of the Flanders, and Rod and Todd are playing. They're playing. They have b- built out of blocks. They said, "We've built the mission. Finally, the villagers will have a place to pray." <laughs> they proceed to sing, "Bringing in the sheaves." Yeah. And um, Flanders crosses his brother off the list. Yep. So not being, uh, not being influenced by the elder Flanders boy. Uh huh. Um. And then we hear from across the fence damn crappy nails and it's homer yep super glue my butt yeah and uh so then uh ned is approached so homer's having a difficulty he's got a piece of wood glued slash nailed to his shirt yeah his coat and ned walks over and he says homer he says what is it Flanders?" he says i'm afraid i've got a bone to pick with you he says, looks like uh homer says look if it's about your camcorder i lost it okay he says, no, I came to talk to you about your potty mouth. What the hell are you talking about? Look, Homer, we all pull a few boners now and then. It's the second time, in the, or yeah. maybe the third time in this show they said that. <laughs> we all pull a few boners now and then. Go off half-cocked. Make asses of ourselves. So you, can, you can't say damn or hell, but you can say ass? I guess. <laughs> and anyways, uh, so I don't want to be hard on you, but I just wish you wouldn't curse in front of my boys. Homer says, "Oh, come on now, Flanders. Don't complain about your. No, I don't complain about your uh, searching for something to complain about. Mustache." <laughs> and he says, "What's wrong with my mustache?" Uh, oh, well, it looks like you got something to hide. He says, "People are talking. Lots of people." So Ned says, "Okay, Mister, you've got a deal. I'll shave off the soup strainer if you give the sailor talk the old heave ho." Okay. And then, they, yeah, they make an agreement that this is what will happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Bart is watching TV inside the Simpsons home and he's watching some movie that is on, um, what's it? Uh, colorization theater. It's uh-huh. called two for Tunisia. So he's watching it and it's, it's like a romantic scene between two very weirdly colored people. Um, <laughs> just because colorized movies are never, they never look good. Oh, okay. That's the joke. I, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Colorized movies are, are really horrible. I see. I, um, <laughs> I didn't get the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, but I'm colorblind, so right. So, like in in this, the people are blue. I right. mean, it's it's over the top, but well, yeah, that's what well, you said. The people are blue, and yeah. I was like, oh, and like the only thing I could think about was Avatar. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no. The people are blue. It, it's like it's a joke on like I guess it was trendy in the '90s, like for black and white movies to yes. be colorized. T- TCM Turner Classic Movies would for a while, didn't they like? make it an advertising point that they were not colorized Probably. like original non-colorized or something like that yeah they always look really weird yeah is the point okay okay um so uh it's a very romantic scene between this man and this woman and so bart is taking notes for his uh letter writing to miss Krabappel. uh-huh um then we he says this stuff is gold yeah then we cut to Springfield Elementary again. Miss Hoover is reading the letter, I guess the latest letter that Woodrow has sent to Mrs. Krabappel. And she says, a million poets working for a million years. Oh, you're so lucky. When are you going to meet him? She says, I got to ask him to send a photo. If he's got everything where it should be, I'm reeling him in. Yeah. So um, uh, Bart is like, okay, I guess he's like, 
is he listening to this? Yes. Yeah, he's listening. They're, he's they're in the, the classroom. Class. He's in the classroom. Yeah, he's in the back detention. of the classroom while they're talking. Yeah, so he's like, he finds a book. NHL stars of 1969. <laughs> yeah, so he cuts out a picture of Gordy Howe. He says, strap on your skates, Gordy. You're going in. And so he tapes it to the letter he's writing. Yep. Um, then we uh, we cut to Marge and Homer's bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, Homer says to Marge, hey, Marge, you want to hear something funny? Flanders thinks I swear too much. And Marge starts laughing. No, he starts laughing. Oh, Homer's I'm sorry. laughing at his, at his own little, uh, oh, little joke. Yeah, and then he, he says, yeah. Marge, you're not laughing. And Marge is like, well, maybe he's right. And here we go. You know, Homer's jealous of Flanders, and it comes right back out to the forefront here. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what a surprise. Marge sticks up for Flanders. Can we have one conversation where you don't bring up your hero, Ned Flanders? She says, actually, Homer, you brought up Ned Flanders. Look, we're past that, Marge. (laughs) Maybe I do curse a little, but that's the way God made me, and I'm too old to stop now. No, you're not. (laughs) When my father got out, and she says, when my father got out of the Navy, he used to curse a blue streak. It almost cost him his job as a baby photographer. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. So Marge's father is a baby photographer. And a flight attendant. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, his name is Clancy. That's right. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah. But you were correct. And yeah. anyway, she's, uh, she says, so my mom put a swear jar in the kitchen, and every time he said a bad word, he put in a quarter. What do you think? And he says, well, Marge, self-improvement has always been a passion <laughs> of mine. Bring on the swear jar. Uh, um, but then he starts asking Marge a, a bunch of questions. He's like, do I have to pay if I hit my hand with a hammer? Uh-huh. Uh, what if I catch on fire? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, what if I see something really weird in the sky? Yes. <laughs> and then uh, then he says, what about when we snuggle? She goes, mm, that's okay. Okay. Uh, I just wrote down in my notes here, swear jars don't work. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> also, they wouldn't work today anyway because I couldn't tell you the last time I had a quarter in my pocket. Right? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Like so. 0%. Did I? I mean, like, like at absolutely no time did I ever have a quarter in my pocket in the past like month. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they don't work. Um, I was threatened with a swear jar <laughs> when I was a teenager. Were you? I was. I uh, didn't. I didn't really use curse words until much later in life. Like, uh-huh. I would like. I remember like at one point saying something like ass or something like that. And I remember this was in high school. I said something like that. And I don't remember where I was, but I remember like feeling like a chill run down my spine. Like, like, Whoa, I said it. I said the thing I used to say doggone. And I mean, I still say doggone. I say, I say, you know, daggum. I say that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I would never, ever like say the B word, (laughs) which we all know is at the top of the cursing hierarchy. But, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's right mm-hmm. you son of a butt <laughs> uh-huh. uh anyway robert you're a butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, when your mom calls you that i guess it's really not that severe <laughs> i guess not yes. <laughs> uh so then we cut back we cut to bart and he's in the tree house uh-huh. uh and he has received a letter from mrs k yep dear woodrow it's time for us to meet why don't we go out to dinner and afterwards we can go to my apartment for some home cooking and he's like, huh? huh? And then he's like, ay, caramba. Yeah, so he has to think about it, and then he realizes. Yeah, and then it the letter is signed, Hungrily Yours, Edna. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? I'm here for it, Edna. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, like, I'm always hungry, so hey, uh, who am I to judge? But anyway, 
Uh, so Bart's like, well, she's dangling on the line long enough. So he starts writing another letter. Yep, to it's her. time to boat this bass. <laughs> <laughs> so he has sent the letter. She has his photo in, on, in a frame on the, her desk and she's reading it. And when I, when I read your letters, I feel as if you're right here watching me. And we cut to Bart, who's mm-hmm. in the back of the classroom, looking at her. And she goes, Bart, eyes down. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. She continues, Edna, every second until we meet... Sta- I'm sorry, he's writing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edna, every second until we meet stabs me like a thousand needles. Join me at the Gilded Truffle this Saturday at 8. Perhaps we'll smooch up a storm. Sexily yours, Woody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I just say real quick <laughs> that every one of these letters, both back and forth, have been awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not. But, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, thank God, like, first of all, thank God I'm never going to have to go into the dating pool again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank Praise Christ. the Lord. Thank no, you, Jesus. Yeah. Not, not interested. Not yeah, at all. No. Um, number two, thank God for the internet, because this is like painful <laughs> it's painful like uh-huh. you have to like send a fucking letter come on yeah pick up the phone like <laughs> you know fair, what i'm saying fair enough like i don't know it, it's just like ah the 90s am i right <laughs> am i right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the letters are not good well i don't think they're meant well obviously from i know Bart, they're not meant to be good from Bart, they're not meant to be good from but mrs k's perspective how, however i would i would argue that the first letter should have been much better f- coming from bart or excuse me the second letter or uh, no wait this i'm sorry i'm sorry i got ahead of myself in my notes the last letter is what i'm really talking about when everyone gets involved uh, right, okay. But in, anyways, we'll get to that here in a second. Okay. I'll complain in a second. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Uh, Sidetracked by accident. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we, we, we cut to her, uh, and during while the letter is being read by the voiceover, she is changing to get ready to go to the Gilded Truffle. Mm-hmm. She tries something nice. She tries something, as Marge would say, a little bit peppery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she settles on a nice dress, uh-huh. and she's sitting in... The uh, the gilded truffle by herself, uh, and to sh- give us the passage of time, there's a lit candle in front of her. Yes, Bart uh, Bart sees her in there, and he's like, he laughs, and then yep, uh, he is coming. <laughs> Wait, he goes in to he see goes a movie. in to see Ernest needs a kidney. Yes, <laughs> which is good. Uh, and then he comes out, and she's still there. So he's, I think, at this point, he realizes that this is not. Good. Yeah, he. Uh, this is bad. So he, you know, he laughs at her as he goes into the theater. Yeah, but when but she comes back out. The candle has burned down almost yeah, all the way, and she's crying. Yeah. Um. And he says to himself, "Yeah. Oh, I can't help but feel partly responsible." That was a very good joke. I I thought that was really well delivered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like every you know watching it, you're like, "Yeah, Bart, this this is completely your fault." You are one hundred percent responsible. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So. Then, um, are we where, are we at the church? Where are we? Yes, yes, they're they're at the church, and Homer puts something into the offering plate. Yeah, okay. And it, uh, it accidentally was a twenty dollar bill. And then he curses. So he, then he, cu- he we cut- get this montage of every yeah. time something happens, he drops change into the swear jar. Yeah. Right? So he's outside uh, fussing with the trash can. Oh, you son of a swear jar! Yep. Uh, and then Ho- uh, Homer is outside fussing with it. And Ned walks up, and he has shaved his mustache. Uh-huh. 
And he says, Homer, I owe you one, buddy. No sooner had I shaved off the old cookie duster than a lady cast me in a commercial. Ned is pulling the mail out of his mailbox, and he says, I tell you, the way these checks keep coming in, it's almost criminal. And then Homer goes, you dirty bath. Uh, then <laughs> money in the money jar. Uh-huh. Um, then we cut to him showing Lisa the doghouse he has built. Mm-hmm. And uh, he asks her what she thinks, and she asks, well, how's the dog supposed to get in? Because there's no door. Yes. Uh, so he curses again. Yep. Money in the jar. Yep. Uh, <laughs> then he's in the hammock. Yes, and a bee and a, a hornet nest falls onto him. <laughs> and stings him all over, and yep. he curses, and there's money in the money jar. Yes, with his hand. <laughs> yes, with, with his, his hand <laughs> all fucked up from the bee stings. That also I was feel, a good joke. I feel like that one would have fallen into Marge's like neutral territory. Probably so, but yeah. he did it anyway. Yeah, he's committed to the bit. She said if you're not on fire, or if you're on fire, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess bee stings maybe is a little bit more questionable. So... Anyways, um, she uh, we then cut to the uh, detention time in Mrs. K's classroom, and she's looking at the photo, and she says, Oh, Woodrow, how could you stand me up? Bart approaches the desk and says, Mrs. K, whoever this guy is, you don't need him. There are plenty of good men around. <laughs> she challenges him. Name one. And what? he says, uh, What's wrong with Principal Skinner? Mm-hmm. And she- Seymour? Huh. <laughs> Let's just say his mommy won't let him come out to play. A little, maybe, a unintentional little foresha- foreshadowing. A little, yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then what about Coach Fortner? She and mimics the, the drinky drinky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let the record show she made the drinky drinky. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, what about groundskeeper Willie? Uh, uh, I'm not even going to tell you what that guy's into. You know he's into some weird shit. Yeah, which <laughs> which says to me that she has gone that route before. Maybe she has. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, she, says, she says, Bart, you're the closest thing to a man in my life. And that's so depressing. I think I'm going to cry. And so she does. She starts crying. Bart is, thankfully, Bart is shamed here. Yeah. He, he feels shamed himself. Yeah. And anyway, then we get a great scene. I love this scene where Homer is trying not to curse. So he messes something. Uh, he's, what is he doing? I I think he's working. Oh, on he the hits dog. his hand. He's yes, he's yeah. he's working on the doghouse, and he hits his hand with the hammer, and he goes, oh, uh, and he goes, oh, fudge, that's broken, and, and then, then he, he steps on a nail, goes through the shoe yes. and everything. <laughs> oh, fiddle dee dee, yeah. that will require a tetanus shot. <laughs> is, I'm not going to swear, but I am going to kick this doghouse down. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's he's kicking down the doghouse yeah. when Marge and Lisa walk in, pulling a doghouse on a red wagon. Uh huh. And Lisa says, "Dad, this is not a commentary on your skills, but we bought you a new doghouse." And he says, "Where'd you get the money?" Marge says there was more than enough money in the swear jar, and if you look inside the doghouse, there's a little surprise. He gets excited and looks in, and Maggie pokes her head and he goes, and he's like, "Oh, oh it's Maggie." Maggie. <laughs> Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, uh, Marge is like, no, behind her. And it's a six pack of duff. Hooray. Beer. How did you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then we cut to the living room. Uh-huh. Marge is playing peekaboo with Maggie. Yep. Um, rubbing and blowing ros- raspberries on her belly. And <laughs> that's something that I, I've, I have. M- childhood memories of father blowing raspberries mm. on my belly. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, then Bart approaches her as she's doing this, and uh-huh. he says, "Marge," or he says, "Mom, this is a little ahead of schedule, but I need some help with my love life." And she's like, "Oh, my special little guy has a sweetheart." You know what? 
What? I used my special little guy yesterday. Did you? <laughs> Y'all, I have, a, there's a spatula that we we have in our kitchen. Uh-huh. And I call it my special little guy. Oh, 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 that special little guy. <laughs> I thought you meant you said my special little guy in reference to something Oh, no, no. Yesterday. I actually, my special little spatula. Oh, Caitlin did some uh, baking yesterday, or what were you doing yesterday? Yeah, I was making gingerbread. Yeah, that's right. And I used I used my special little guy this to scrape some, scrape some molasses out of the jar. It's a very handy tool. Hey, but I'm every time I that. use it, I say, "Up, oh, gotta get my special little guy." <laughs> oh and God. here he comes. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Lisa snickering. She goes, "I knew it." All right, Bart. Who's your girlfriend? And he says, "Mrs. Krabappel." And the two ladies. Or Miss Lisa and Maggie go. Mm. Yeah, even Maggie's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> so then Homer, so they're all in the living room, and Homer's looking at the photo she's sent, and he goes, yeah. "That's your teacher. I should start going to parents tonight." And Miss <laughs> Crandall. Miss <laughs> Crandall. <laughs> yeah. I've been calling her Crandall. Yeah, and then he growls, and Marge's Growl. like, "Homer." <laughs> yes. So. Anyway, uh, Marge says, "Bart, you did a very cruel thing." And Homer says, boy, you've got to go to your teacher and tell her the truth. We get a great joke here because Marge goes, no, Homer, the truth would humiliate her. And he says, Marge, I only said it because I thought that's what you wanted to hear. (laughs) And And then Lisa chimes in. She says, well, maybe we should write her another letter, one that says goodbye, but lets uh, lets her feel loved. Yeah. So (laughs) then we get another great sequence Mm -hmm. here. Homer is starting to write the letter. Step aside, everyone. Sensitive love letters are my specialty. Dear baby, <laughs> welcome to Dumpsville. Population, <laughs> you. <laughs> and, they, and then they decide that they're all going to help. Yeah. Um, so then they start going through a, a number of scenarios for these letters. Yeah, right? so, what, so what could Woodrow be doing? Yeah, though I'll be inoculating babies in Kampucha, my heart will always be with you. Eh. Uh, how about, Bart says, crocodiles bit off my face. <laughs> Marge says, that's disgusting. Uh, and also, if, when a woman loves a man, it doesn't matter if a crocodile bit off his face. Homer says, I may hold you to that, Marge. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I cannot see you for the next five years, for I will be farming the ocean floor. <clears throat> says Bart. Lisa was saying the uh, mm-hmm. farming the party. Uh, I must finish this letter quickly, says Bart, for I only have four minutes to live. <laughs> Homer chimes in. Three simple words. I, I am gay. gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marge says, Homer, for the last time, we're not putting that in. Yeah. And then they finally finish. If they've got the letter, they're finishing it up. Yeah. And anytime I hear the wind blow, it will whisper the name Edna. Oh, that's very good, Lisa. And then Homer oh. says, P.S. I am gay. I am gay. <laughs> and everybody groans. P.S. I am gay. <laughs> How shall we end it? And then they're like, uh, with a love that will re- uh, echo through the ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Homer says that, actually, and they're all impressed. Yeah, Marge and says, Homer, you hold honey dipper. That's Actually, Bart says that. Dripper. Oh, sorry. You hold honey dripper. Actually, it's funny you say honey dipper because... That's what I pictured, the like little thing on the stick. Do you associate the phrase honey dipper with anything else? Mm-mm. No? That is what... When I was little, people referred to people who clean out septic tanks as honey oh, dippers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I literally just, like, I literally just was part of this conversation somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was at our staff meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, they were, yeah, okay. So like, when, so, like, when I was little and I was being told to study, like, uh-huh. to, to, to study hard, you know, like, that would be the, the thing that they would say. You don't want to end up being a honey dipper. Yeah. Right. I literally just like 
that was literally just a conversation that I was witness to Mm -hmm. like last week. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I I have a hard time when people refer to honey dippers as what they are, because that's what I think. I think about poop. (laughs) Well, yeah, but like that's, that's the point of right. that, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Homer, you old honey dripper. Um, and uh, anyways, so then we cut to uh, Edna's apartment. She's sitting and she sees a letter slide under the door. It's Bart. He runs away. Mm-hmm. Uh, she opens it and she screams out in the night, wait, wait. And here it is. Dearest Edna, I must leave you. Why? I cannot say. Where? You cannot know. How will I get there? I haven't decided yet, but one thing I can tell you, anytime I hear the wind blow, it will whisper the name Edna. God, mm-hmm. that letter sucks. Lisa could write a much better letter than that. She could, but they left it very vague. <laughs> yeah, I so think she so. So Ms. Kravapel couldn't try to find him, I guess. I know, but like, you could be a little more flowery than uh, that. Yeah. I... You know me and, and how I write. I'm straight to the point. I know that you are. And I am the opposite. He, he is totally the I opposite. I always use flowery language in my letters. Like, yes. everything, whenever I write things to kids. It makes me feel bad because I'm like, hey, you're cool. I like you a lot. <laughs> and he's like, you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Thank you. That's I take credit for that phrase. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, 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 more recently, that's not the truth because Caitlin and I have a little notepad <laughs> that we leave notes to each other on and draw obscene things. <laughs> you may not see them, dear dear listener. Uh, those are those are those are private. Those are private. But but like it's like little like it's little notes like the one that's up there now is just like happy weekend, I love you, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, the one the one I'm thinking of is when I drew a, a an equation of how I love you more than pizza. Uh, yeah. And it was like a little face and uh-huh. then the greater than sign and then a slice of pizza. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So those kind of notes. So like those kind of notes. It's very stupid. More more recently, like I have not been so flowery with my no, you have with not. my love language to you. No. <laughs> so. But I, I always feel uh uh what's the word? <laughs> Grateful, uh, uh, no, happy, well, no. in love. Uh, let's see here. What are the phrases going to come? My from? my notes to you pale in comparison. That's not true. I like your notes to me. Well, yeah, but I just draw dumb pictures. Yeah, but I love those pictures. Okay. They make me laugh. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about I, you. Is you're I, very my, funny. My mom gave us that notepad. She does. She, she has no, no idea. She has no idea what we use no it for. Clue. How I many mean, penises it, have been drawn it, on that notepad? But like, all in good fun, not in like being obscene. Oh yeah, yeah. Know. It's okay to draw a wiener as long as it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Oh uh, no. man, we're almost at the end of this episode. Uh, we so, gotta, yeah. Anyways, she she goes oh, and she's humming, and it's detention time, and she turns to Bart and says, "Bart, today is such a nice day. Let's have detention out to, outside." Bart walks open to the door, over to the door, uh, sticks his elbow out as if to take arms with her, and she does. She takes arms, and he says, "It's a date." And then we cut to credits with Gordy Howe's. But first, we yeah, we see Gordy Howe's picture in uh-huh. his hockey stats. Yes. And then it cuts to then credits. Then we cut to credits. The, the end. end. Okay. All right. We made it to the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? We are in the middle of devil's nap time. We it are. Is, it is we 6 are. p.m. We are. <laughs> we are. Okay. So what'd you think? I liked it. I like this episode a lot. Yeah. I am really excited because uh, not only did I like this episode a lot, but next week is Homer at the Bat, and I already know that's a banger. Okay. So here is my question now. Okay. Does it bang? 
I it is a borderline banger. It's pretty close. There's it's a lot borderline. of laugh out loud. It has a lot episode. of laugh out loud. It's it got has, a lot of heart. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um lots of family involvement here. Yes. Like ancillary character involvement yes. as well. A but Mrs. K character development? Yes. <laughs> you're correct. I'm making a sale. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Um I do not think I would classify this as a banger. Woo, man. Uh, we're, I'm going to have to watch it again this week and, and mm-hmm. come back to the answer to this question. I, fe- you know, I feel like it's, it's twofold here, right? So, like, I feel like, A, if it's a banger, I should know it, right? Mm-hmm. But, B, the banger category has been so exclusive for so long because for the past... 20 years you of my the life same episodes I've watched over and yeah over. these same ones over and over and over again yeah. like I don't know if I'm having if I'm just having trouble letting another one in I would right? happily watch this again I yeah me too I I think part of the reason why I really liked it is because I really love Miss Krabappel as a character uh-huh um and I appreciate seeing some more development of her uh-huh. as we're going on yeah um and like She's a like up until this point, she really hasn't been human. Okay, she's kind of just been like there. We see a little glimpses here and there of her uh-huh. being human, but she's kind of been peanuts teacher, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Wah, 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 exactly. Sort of. Yeah. So like this, like actually gives her more, uh, like depth. more character, yeah, and more depth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I like that. I also really love Marsha Wallace. So, uh-huh. um, R.I.P. But you know, I, I just. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's a good Mrs. K episode, and it, I I appreciate that. It is. I I mean I mean it, no question. It's a floater. Like uh, oh yeah, it's a very good episode. Absolutely. So uh, we'll have to get back to next week because, like I said, I already know that next week is a banger. Uh, okay, I don't. I if I've seen this one, I don't remember the softball episode. I don't think so. We're talking softball from Maine to San Diego. Talking softball. I don't. I don't know. Okay. But probably not. I think you're gonna like this episode because it, to me it just rings so much a league of their own. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, either way, I'm already making saying next week is a banger because okay. I know that it is. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, this was a super good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, to be conservative here in the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to watch it again. Hey, listener, why don't you hop on our social media channels and tell us whether or not you think that this is a banger episode, uh, and l- let us know why. Uh, start a fight. <laughs> Bring the big guns. Let's hear them. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Be rude to other people in the chat. It's a holiday week. <laughs> let's not let's not bring animosity into the world. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. Christmas is going to happen before we come back. Yeah, that's so, true. So Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope. Um, oh, I said it. I said the phrase. Uh, happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, and happy. Tonight is Hanukkah. Whatever it is you Hanukkah. celebrate. Yeah, happy Hanukkah if you celebrate Hanukkah. Or if you choose not to celebrate anything at all. Festivus is coming up. Yeah, get out and bring the pole. Yep. <laughs> uh, if, but if you, you know, even if you choose not to celebrate anything at all, hey, you know what? We just hope that you have a great week and a great day and we're so glad that you chose to spend some time with us if you don't follow us already on social media go ahead and follow us on facebook and instagram at escalator to nowhere pod and you can join the escalator to nowhere facebook group as well if you want to join in and do a little chatting uh also if you'd like to follow us on twitter uh, you can join us at escalate or excuse me 
We are on Twitter at Ask2NowherePod. And as usual, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Buy our so, NFTs. Buy our, that's right. Just we should kidding. make we some. Don't, we don't have <laughs> We should make some. That'd be fun. Um, go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And leave a rating, the highest rating, uh, on that same platform. That really helps us out. And tell a friend. If you want to give us a little Christmas gift, that would be a super gift. Tell a friend about our podcast so that we can continue to grow. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, This was super fun. This was a great episode, and I'm so excited about next week. Uh, and we're getting into the good ones. We we we're so like we're here. I mean, we're not getting in. We're in them. I don't think I don't think we mentioned this the other night, but we watched I don't know something. It was in season eight. Uh huh. And we went through the episodes of season eight, and we were like, Jesus Christ! Season eight is is so stacked, loaded. It's so stacked. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we got like I don't know three more years before we get there yeah. but uh <laughs> yeah but i mean but getting into the good ones is exciting it's coming i mean it's coming in so hot and pretty soon like it's gonna be banger after banger yep. you know uh it really is it won't even be a question of if it's a banger because yeah. it's gonna be a banger there, there are so many coming up that are already in the category yeah. right so anyway hey thanks again for listening everybody we'll look forward to being with you next week and uh until then i'm robert i'm caitlin i'm a season simpsons fan i am learning and we'll look forward to next time till then <gasps> smell you later bye i gotta figure out a second thing to say i say till then twice bye <laughs>